0: The God Guns Liberty Podcast with J.C. Holmes. Welcome, everyone. The God Guns Liberty podcast is in your feed, and I am J.C. Hall. Welcome, welcome, everyone uh, tuning in. Those of you listening and watching on Chris Ann Hall's uh, platforms, social media, etc., I uh, want to welcome you. So this will be a a new addition to uh, to our offerings. Uh, so my my first foray into the solo career of podcasting. So after I don't know, eight years of uh, helping Chris Ann, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one, the God Guns Liberty Podcast. Gonna be on GodgunsLiberty.com, also gonna be on chrisannhall.com and uh, and and in the regular spot. So it'll be mixed in basically with the Chris Ann Hall show and you can find it there. And then she's gonna she's gonna do um, uh, do the Chris Ann Hall show Periodically, So want to welcome you guys again. This is the God Guns Liberty Podcast. I am JC Hall. Appreciate you being with us. So, you know, this podcast, this show, uh, we're going to talk about going to talk about God. We're going to talk about guns. We're going to talk about liberty. So we're just going to uh, just going to have fun with what's what's happening out there and try to give you guys uh, just keep you informed and, um, you know, do my thing. I'm just going to enjoy myself. So I hope hope you do, too. Uh, mix in a little humor if we can help it. You got to keep it light. Uh, l- know how to laugh, laugh at yourself and certainly laugh at the loons or you'll go crazy uh, with everything that's going on. So let's jump right into it, the news of the week. Uh, as many of you have already heard and seen the balloon, uh, the balloon follies. Uh, basically we were having a, we were having a birthday party. Um, last week, and a balloon got loose, so sorry about that, everyone, caused a big a big stir. Um, but somebody shot it down for us, so we're, we're good to go. Uh, didn't seem to hurt anybody. Uh, no, but seriously, th- everybody was enthralled with the, the Chinese uh, spy balloon that apparently the administration uh, kept a secret for a couple of days, Didn't want to tell anybody. And then some, uh, you know, a a photographer and a journalist, I think in Montana, spot, spot the thing. Uh, Former journalist, now photographer, spots it, calls another guy who was trying to figure out why all the air closures were happening. And uh, lo and behold, it's the Chinese spy balloon. And then the administration is forced to uh, forced to admit it. And everybody started tracking, watching, being enthralled with the Chinese spy balloon and whether or not Biden was going to do something about it, whether or not they were going to shoot it down, uh, what's happening, what's going on. Then the word came out uh, after they shot it down, apparently, the Twitterverse was going crazy with, uh, you know, Trump had three balloons during His administration, there were three Chinese spy balloons and he didn't do anything. and They didn't tell anybody and all this stuff. Look what Trump did. Because it's always got to be about Trump with these guys. Something happens and, you know, oh, well, uh, it's okay because because we hate Trump. So Trump had balloons. But what did we find out? Apparently, as being reported, General Mattis uh, didn't tell Trump. I I haven't looked too deep into this, but I'm seeing reports uh, that. General Mattis said Trump didn't even know about the balloons during his administration. And uh, then I heard others say we found out about them later. We didn't we didn't detect them, didn't know something. So they have about four different stories uh, surrounding this thing. And allegedly uh, the uh, general says Trump was too uh, provocative. He's a loose cannon, so we're not going to tell him what's going on. So, I mean, you talk about we, we talk about how uh, infiltrated the government is, and, and especially when Trump was in office and the people uh, in there around him. Can you imagine? I mean, forget about who the president is, right? Forget about it's Trump, it's Biden, you know, whoever. But, you know, allegedly in the structure, you have these generals, you know, leading the military and, and in military matters, and certainly during time of war, then their commander is the president, right? The, their boss is the president, uh, and, and then you know, as the leader of the military, leaders of the military, um, Secretary Fence and these uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff, all these guys, you know, you're supposed to keep the boss informed. You're supposed to keep, I mean, what people refer to as the leader of the nation, and certainly leader of the executive branch. You're supposed to keep that guy informed. So you have your generals, you have your military leaders. Uh, having an incursion into your country's airspace from a foreign nation, a a foreign incursion, and you keep quiet and don't tell the president. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I I haven't I haven't researched. I didn't think about it, but I I the question popped in my mind. Have Have we ever even heard of anything like that in the history of America? I don't know. How, I don't know when that's. I don't know when that's ever happened. I've never heard of uh, something similar to that. Now, obviously, there are, you know, the, the uh, intelligence, military, industrial complex, CIA, FBI. I mean, all that stuff. That they certainly have a long history of not telling people what they're doing. Uh, but that's usually about what they're doing, right? Not not about a foreign invasion or foreign incursion into your to your country. They like to keep what they're doing secret, um, but Presumably, even when you listen to them, it's their job to protect us from threats and defend the nation. I mean, it's a it's a defensive responsibility, and so apparently they decided they're not going to tell anybody and then save it up for some moment to trot it out in a political manner um, to to criticize Donald Trump even when he's not in office. So the obsession continues. The obsession with Donald Trump uh, continues unabated. Now. Chi- the Chinese flying balloons over uh, the United States of America. But guess who else? Guess who else is flying balloons over America? The Pentagon, your own government. Here's a story, and, f- and for those of you watching, uh, w- watching the stream, not just listening to the podcast, those of you watching can see this story, the Pentagon testing mass surveillance balloons uh, across the U.S., Pentagon balloons. And if you'll notice on the screen there, I don't know if you can see it, whatever platform you're watching on, but there's a date. This is from 2019. So 2019, this is already way back when, that the Pentagon was flying mass surveillance balloons. They had their own spy balloons flying over... The United States, this is an article from The Guardian, 2019, U.S. military is conducting wide area surveillance tests across six Midwest states using experimental high altitude balloons. Documents filed with the FCC reveal up to 25 unmanned solar powered balloons are being launched from rural South Dakota and drifting 250 miles through an area spanning portions of Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Missouri, before concluding in central Illinois. And here's the the uh, the officials say uh, these balloons are intended to quote provide a persistent surveillance system to locate and deter narcotic trafficking and. Homeland security threats. Flight at altitudes up to 65,000 feet. So this is your own government. And so every, by the way, I, I this is a report, 2019, right? That's the year, 2019. Um, I don't recall a big freak out and, and and an upset. So there's that. I, We're upset that the Chinese are flying and spying. Um, We weren't too upset when our own government was flying and spying uh, on their own people. Uh, Potential domestic, right? Homeland security threats. Hmm, what, what could that be? Homeland security threats. I mean, at the moment, that's us. We're the homeland security threats. Uh, If you question election integrity, if you're a conservative, if you're pro-life, you know, even remember back in the day, if you were a veteran returning uh, from a foreign theater, you're a domestic terror threat. And narcotics, oh, we're tracking narcotics. We're You know, we can, we step here and follow a vehicle. They said they could stay up there for days and follow multiple vehicles, uh, you know, transiting uh, narcotics, Right and you read the article they're touting you know all the capabilities uh but yet here's all the narcotics pouring over the southern border and somehow that's that's impossible to track that's impossible to deal with um it seems to be somebody's line to you here on the one hand here here's this whole surveillance system over uh how many states six six different states we can monitor six states with 25 balloons Six states we can monitor continuously a, quote, persistent surveillance system to locate and deter narcotic trafficking. Oh, but we, we have millions pouring in from across the southern border, trafficking all sorts of things, and we can't do anything about that, um, can we? Hmm. Somebody's not telling us the whole story. Well, uh, guess what else was moving around while we were watching the balloon? Uh, terrorist, apparently, terrorist from Guantanamo Bay. Put our our graphic up there uh, for that, Christian. Here's a here's a uh, article from who is this from? I think Daily Mail, and. Uh, The headline is Biden quietly releases Al-Qaeda terrorist Majid Khan to Belize after 16 years in a CIA custody. At least they got that right, CIA custody in Guantanamo Bay as U.S. was focused on Chinese spy balloon. Terrorist who was radicalized in 9-11 says, I promise I've changed. Now, there was a lot of interesting reporting because the headline was, you know, high value uh, target. Now, this guy in particular, he admits he was brainwashed and he 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 was living in Maryland, I guess, went to high school in Maryland or something, born in uh, born overseas, Pakistan or somewhere like that. Uh, but he goes and, and joins up with Al Qaeda. Um, you know, so he's admitted to that. I made bad decisions, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, but then high value. What, what does that even mean? He was apparently a courier. So he took money uh, in a truck or something. He took money and gave it to terrorists so they could blow up a train. So this guy is basically a courier. Now, the interesting thing, he had already finished his sentence and was waiting a year after his sentence for them to figure out uh, what, to, what to do with him. So then while we were watching the balloon, uh, you know, he had filed a lawsuit. And so they finally, okay, hey, here's the moment. Everybody's looking at the balloon. Let's get let's get him out of here because this stuff is controversial one way or another. So, you know, conservative or warmongering Republicans are, you know, all for this, all for the Guantanamo and black sites and renditions and you know, protect us from the boogeyman and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and, and, and then the left is, is you know, opposed to, um, well, just about anything that uh, protects anybody. And, but the, some interesting facts about Guantanamo, there was almost 200, or excuse me, 800 of these detainees after 9-11. Uh, one of the problematic things, how a lot of these guys got there is the CIA and the DOD rolled in and offered bounties for suspicious people working with Al-Qaeda and sometimes up to a million bucks. So here you're rolling into, uh, you know, nowhere Middle East and saying, hey, we'll give you guys a million bucks if you find somebody suspicious that's working for Al-Qaeda. And and so they start turning people in. And uh, you had these bounty hunters going, snatching people. You had farmers Turning in rival farmers so they could take their land. So even the Bush administration and the DoD admitted that probably 80 percent of the people they put in there were innocent and they knew it from the beginning. But once they had them in there, it was politically problematic for them to to to, to be shown turning them loose, uh, even though they knew most of them were innocent. So there are about probably 40, about 40 bad guys, like 40 legit bad guys there. Um, and honestly, most of them were still there. So it's been interesting when Obama came in, you know, he promised I'm going to shut it down. And uh, he expanded it and funded it. Um, Biden came in, I'm going to shut, shut it down. And Biden actually expanded it, funded it. He, he sent more money. They built an extra tribunal courtroom down there. So every time the Democrats have said, we're going to shut this thing down. Um, I I guess shutting it down means writing a check and, and expanding the facility. So, uh, so all of this stuff is, is theater. And then of course, think back to how did we get the thing in the first place, uh, with nine 11 and all this nonsense. Uh, and then add another problem to that when you say, oh, we're going to war and we're going to fight the terrorists. And then somehow you turn it into a criminal prosecution process, right? We're at war. Uh, So when you're at war, you you round up people like, you know, like in a police sting and then and then they go to jail and, you know, you keep them forever, 20 plus years in detention, just a whole it's a whole crazy mess. Um, But I think when it pops up, it's a good it's one of those good reminders to think back on uh, how we got there people like to argue on whether we should re- release some guy who they call a terrorist or whether we should not, whether he's a real really is one of the bad guys or is he one of the 80% that were innocent? Uh, you know, how much did they torture this guy and did they torture the terrorist or did they torture one of the innocent ones? You know, so you get in all those arguments. I think it's a good time to think back to how did we get there in the first place, what they did to us in the first place. To get us into war, to feed us the Patriot Act, uh, to to do this sort of testing ground, in my opinion, this testing ground of black sites uh, like Guantanamo and elsewhere uh, to to use against, now we see, political opposition, to turn the whole machine against political opposition for political uh, purposes. So I think a lot of the, this is just my one man's opinion, a lot of the terrorist conversation uh, it, it really misses the point. It's really a distraction, in my opinion. Uh, when you think about the fact that all these things that they did, even to the folks that that were innocent in there, um, you know, as not even talking about the actual bad guys, all the things they did to the, the folks that were innocent. Well, now they do the same crap on American people. They, they do the same crap against people who who they just disagree with politically. So we've seen. You know the entire federal government weaponized for political purposes. Uh, big media weaponized for political purposes. Big tech weaponized for political purposes. We've seen the IRS weaponized for political purposes. Uh, I mean, give me a break. You even see the post office. We've seen the post office weaponized for political purposes. So, so on and on it goes. So, what what's the bottom line? To me, uh, Guantanamo and all that whole business is a distraction, and they, they like to whip up the sentiment again because here's, here's what I think. Uh, what they're trying to remind us of is, you know, there's all these bad guys out there, there's terrorists, like getting us back into war mode so that so that they can lead us into World War III with China or Russia or China and Russia and Iran and North Korea and, and whoever else they can possibly stir up uh, a war with so that they can wring money out of blood. That that's my two cents, uh, on that whole thing. So there you go. Uh, that's what's going on with, the, with with the balloon, with the whole balloon fiasco. Um, we'll see what happens next. Apparently, there's more floating around out there in Latin America and and, and who knows where. Uh, funny thing, by the way, the um, it, in it goes into this in the Guardian article. Uh, the funny thing is. Um, the, guess who was supplying the balloons? So you had these suppliers of the balloons to the DOD, who was also a supplier of the same balloons to uh, Alphabet Company, Loon. And uh, you know who Alphabet Company is? That's Google. So Google had the same, same spy balloons that, you know, they're supposedly building a, uh, an internet network with balloons. Really? Are they? Is it an internet network? Is that all it is? And they say, well, it wasn't profitable, so we had to, we had to shut it down. Of course, they, I think they have uh, lots of other ways they can spy on you and are spying on you. So uh, weird little connections and bedfellows there. So there you go. We'll see if Biden mentions any of that in his, uh, in his State of the Union address this evening. Uh, speaking of Biden, why don't why don't we get some wisdom from the big guy? L- let's hear some wisdom from uh, from Mr. Biden, the clown. But what he needs to do is tell a story. Joe Biden is an amazing storyteller. I mean, you sit in the Oval Office screen can tell you and he can storytell for six hours. He- Senator Joseph Biden dropped out of the hunt today, saying the disclosures about his plagiarism in law school and his exaggerations about his academic record made it impossible for him to continue. Joe Biden is an amazing storyteller. I do it with incredible reluctance and it makes me angry. I'm angry with myself for having been put in the position, put myself in the position, of having to make this choice. The Delaware Democrat is the second candidate to be forced from the race by questions of character and integrity. Joe Biden is an amazing storyteller. If you like me, i not going to have you, your taxes are going to be raised, not cut, if, you're, if you benefit from that. Joe Biden is an amazing storyteller. Because we cannot get reelect, we cannot win this reelection. Excuse me, we can only reelect Donald Trump. Joe Biden is an amazing storyteller. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than, more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the women in, the, in my administration are women. Well, there you have it. Wisdom from the big guy. More than half of the women in his administration are women. Um, Hmm. Okay. it makes me think which women are not women. Is, is KJP a, a woman? I mean, he started to make me doubt the people that I already doubted, but only half the women are women. Um, and then the other half are what? I don't know. Maybe he'll explain this at the state, state of the union, uh, address. So, but speaking of state of the union, let, let's see that next, the next little, um, Picture up there. This is from, I think, the New York, oh no, Wall Street Journal. A little snippet about what Biden is supposed to talk about tonight. Uh, so, a few things in his State of the Union address says Biden is to outline crackdown on illegal fentanyl distribution. Distribution. Not the importation, but the distribution. Crackdown on distribution. Interesting. Uh, and they talk about the higher taxes, higher taxes on the wealthiest Americans, higher taxes on the wealthiest Americans. Uh, and then, first lady's guests will include the family of Tyre Nichols. So, this is the guy who, um, the young man who was uh, beaten to death by the five or six uh, black officers. In, uh, in Memphis, I think that was. So you'll probably be talking about some of that, the you know the push for the federalization of local police uh, or something to that effect. And uh, And then the, the article in The Wall Street Journal, you know talks about uh, basically him going to try to try to uh, make everybody believe that the economy is is doing, uh, great for everyone, and uh, all the good stuff is is by Bi- is is thanks to Joe Biden, and all the bad stuff uh, was already here when I got here, man. Come on, man. So uh, all the the bad stuff was from Trump and uh, other people and evil Republicans, and you know all that all that Come sort of on, stuff. Man. It's your fault. All the bad stuff's your fault, and uh, all the good stuff is his fault. That'll be that'll be the State of the Union uh, tonight. And and then foreign policy. says he's going to talk about foreign policy. I assume that will be about uh, Ukraine and Russia. You know, he always Biden always takes every opportunity to try to sound like a tough guy. So I anticipate, you know, he's going to try to sound talk tough about China, which we know. I mean, let's face it. Joe Biden is the Manchurian candidate. Uh, He is he is, uh, you know, the political prostitute uh, to the highest bidder. So any foreign any foreign government that's going to shove dollar bills in his panties, uh, he's he's down with that. He's he's up for sale. So we know that's who Joe Biden is. Uh, He's already been bought and paid for by the gangsters in Ukraine uh, and the gangsters in China. So there you go. Now, some if you've been to public school. You may find some of this hard to understand. In fact, let's get our uh, public school update. I mean, a lot of people call it public school here at the God Guns Liberty Show. We 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 like to call it the I don't care if my kids go to hell day camp. Uh, So I, I don't really I don't normally use the phrase public school. So we should call it the I don't care if my kids go to hell day camp update. Nevertheless, roll it. And there you go. That's the scene from just one public school in uh, the Miami, Florida area. And uh, I, I saw the I saw the mother. I saw an interview of the mother later. I don't remember exactly what she was saying. Uh, I I, th- I think it was somewhere something along the line. She said, she, she said I got up that morning and 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 we our live in drag queen uh, took the kids, dropped them off at the bus stop, and then the next thing I know. Uh, uh, some, some of the, some of the poor, uh, oppressed, uh, descendants of slaves, um, got into an altercation with my baby. I, I, just, I just don't understand it. And I'm Spanish, so I don't know why they weren't beating up a white kid instead of my girl. Uh, I think she said something like that. I'm not sure, but, uh, the interview's out there. So there you go. That's, uh, that's one school, one, um, I don't care if my kids go to hell day camp in Florida, Um, But this pretty much is seen in those places all across uh, America. Um, It might be that the people who send their kids there had a similar experience when they were there. Uh, So they probably incurred some sort of brain damage uh, while, while, you know, those who are victims of oppression were banging on their, uh, on their dome. And so due to the brain damage incurred during their educational experience, uh, they now send their children to the same place because they can't think straight and realize that's not where I ought to be putting my kids. Uh, So anyway, how about the Grammys? We found out that uh, the Grammys is just another excuse to engage in Satan worship. Uh, usually usually this is relegated to halftime shows at the Super Bowl. Um, but the Grammys decided to compete and some uh, some loser named Sam Smith apparently you know carries on uh, in in some sort of uh, Satan worshiping uh, scenario. And, and this is just not too long. I, I think maybe a week after Breitbart came out, uh, with an article about abortion in these Satanic Temple abortion clinics, that they were going to have ritual, uh, ritual abortions in the Satanic Temple abortion clinics. You know who's on board with this? CBS. CBS tweeted out. Sam Smith is, you know, tweeting about. His, uh, his performance, getting ready for the worship service, the satanic worship service at the Grammys and CBS said, let's do it, man. We're ready to worship. Um, so, you know, it, I, I say many times people act like these folks are they don't know what they're doing or we're overreacting. I mean, here you go. They admit uh, they know what they're what they're doing. Uh, it's an act. It's an act of worship, satanic worship this is this is what we're uh what we're dealing with so there you have it oh and I think if you're watching the stream here's a here's Sam Smith this is what this is Sam Smith this total dweeb you could see him in all his his outfits I think the last one there before before he's in his uh, fake devil outfit he's uh he's got his little man man purse there with him. Um, So I don't know. He may be one of the women in uh, Joe Biden's administration. He may be one of the half half women, the 50 percent women in the Joe Biden administration. I'm not entirely certain about that. These folks are hard to uh, hard to keep up with. So but that's what's happening. That's what's going on in our country. In recent days. Uh, So. Don't forget to laugh. Hey, and don't forget to go to GodGunsLiberty.com. Check out the latest, uh, our latest T-shirt design, which says those uh, people with ARs don't ride in cattle cars. Amen. So go check that out. Let me share uh, share a little scripture right before we close here. This is from Luke chapter 12, the gospel of Luke chapter 12, verse 16 through 20. says that Jesus spoke a parable to them, saying this, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns, I will build greater, and there I will bestow all my fruits and my goods, and I will say unto my soul, Soul, thou hast made goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? Remember this, you can prepare yourself for tomorrow, but only Jesus can prepare you for eternity. God sent the Lord Jesus Christ to pay the penalty for your sins that you may have eternal life. Call on Jesus today and be saved. This is J.C. Hall, GodGunsLiberty.com. Check it out. See you next time. You're listening to the God Guns Liberty Podcast with J.C. Hall.